Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Caglio. I'm Mindong. 13 days left until March Madness tips off. You know what that means. Happy March. March 1st, 2023. March Madness is in this month, as you probably know. Uh, we definitely, the excitement levels are at an all-time high, and uh, it's it's unfortunate that we have so much stuff going on, but don't you worry, we are still very excited, and of course, ESPN has to interrupt me once again, it always happens, but um, yeah, very excited for uh, March Madness to come up, obviously we have a lot of conference tournaments starting today and next week as well, so uh, that's really the main focus uh, from now until March Madness tips off, but uh, still a lot of great games here and there, but uh, today, probably just going to cover the poll and then just get to our predictions on these tournaments because there are 32 of them and we did the previews and uh, I'm going to try and pull up the previews and see how good we did uh, from earlier this year. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited. It's finally March. And obviously if you haven't keep tr- kept track of the bubble watch, the bubble watches is here. The bid thieves are here to steal uh, bids as well. And uh, that's just the beauty of March. Conference tournaments are already on our way. So uh, we must do that fast. But before we do that, let's just get right to the AP poll. Top three, top five actually remain the same. Houston at one, Bama at two, Kansas at three, UCLA at four, and Purdue at five. And at number six, uh, the program's highest ranking in a while, that will be Marquette at number six. Seven will be Baylor. Eight, Arizona. Nine, Texas. Rounding out the top ten is Gonzaga, 11, Kansas State, 12, Tennessee, 13, Virginia, 14, Yukon, 15, Indiana, 16, Miami, Florida, 17, St. Mary's, 18, San Diego State, 19, Xavier, 20, Providence, 21, Maryland, 22, TCU. Welcome back to the top 25. Were they in there last week? They were in there last week, were they? Oh. Kentucky. They were not. They were 26. They were not. Yeah, okay. So welcome to the top 25, Kentucky. Texas A&M at 24. And their first week in the top 25 took about 16 weeks. But uh, Pittsburgh is in the top 25. The one drop is at 26. That would be Creighton. And then the next – is it not? There's three drops. Three drops. Iowa State. And Northwestern. Northwestern, sorry. Duke at 27, or Roberts at 28, Northwestern at 29, FAU at 30, the five next teams. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, for first five out, or Roberts getting a lot of love, man. 28th uh, right now in the AP poll is very impressive for them. Shout out to them. But um, yeah, man, good list overall. As you can see, not too, too much change. Shout out Marquette, man. This is the highest I've ever seen Marquette in a while. Shaka Smart doing some very good things, and Marquette, actually clinched the uh, Big East regular season title. Shout out to Marquette for winning that. First time in a while, it seems, since the Marcus Howard days, um, which, how long ago was that now? I don't even know. It seems like it was five years ago now, the Marcus Howard days. Graduated graduated in uh, 2020. So, yeah, it's been a while, it seems. But, um, yeah, overall, good list once again. Um, Biggest drop, obviously, Virginia. Uh, lost a couple games, and uh, unfortunately, they beat Clemson yesterday, so uh, they bounced back. But uh, they lost to BC and UNC back-to-back games before that yesterday, so uh, that's the biggest faller of them all. But um, yeah, overall, there's a lot of teams just kind of teetering around the uh, 21 through 28 range, I'd say. They're all very neck and neck, I'd say. 
Um, but yeah, overall, very good list. And um, it's going to be interesting coming down to these conference tournaments, how these teams pan out. Because uh, from the gist of it, um, pretty much, I wouldn't even say all these teams have an automatic bid to the tournament, which is kind of bizarre. Uh, I still think some of these teams need a little bit of work uh, down the bottom of the AP poll, which just shows how crazy it is this year. But um, overall, good list, and um, I'm excited for these next couple weeks. Yeah, I am as well. So uh, let's just get to those conference tournaments. Uh, the first bid should be uh, should be known in what three, four days? I think. I think it's probably the A Sun. Um, let me see. I'll check too. It is the. A Sun Championship is. I gotta scroll down. Shout out to Projection Sports. That's the Twitter page I'm using. Yeah, they they clutch up. They actually follow us too, so shout out to them. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, ESPN is. I'm I'm on ESPN trying to find it, and the semifinals is March like fourth, and I haven't seen the final game pop up yet. No, they definitely don't have the finals up here. I don't know, but let's just cover the A Sun because it's the first tournament that kicked off on. Monday. So let's get to that one. And Monday's games, uh, not very interesting. It was the 10, 9, 8, 7 games. Um, but uh, one of the best uh, games of the week, week, I'd say so far, happened to be on that Monday. And it was Bellarmine going up against uh, Florida Gulf Coast, I believe. Um, and I don't know. I'm trying to pull up. It's not loading, but here it is. Um, buzzer beater shot from. Are they not even going to show me? I got to look it up. Hold on. Someone hit a buzzer beater shot uh, to win the game. Oh, Bellarmine played North Florida. I apologize. But, um, yeah, my computer's bugging. Um, who hit the – do you know who hit the buzzer beater? Um, Bellarmine? Yes. I do not. Hold on. Um, Justin Betts was the one that hit the buzzer beater, and Bellarmine ended up winning that game. But regardless, uh, Bellarmine did get eliminated. The one seed is Kennesaw State, who advanced, Liberty advanced, Eastern Kentucky advanced, and the other team that advanced was Lipscomb. So I believe there's only four teams left in the A-Sun. Who do you have winning that one? And what are your thoughts on the A-Sun in general? Yeah, um, they made me log into Twitter, so I got to screw all the way back down to the A-Sun. A-Sun is very interesting, obviously. Um, I don't know who I'm going to go with. I'll go with Liberty. I think that's a safe choice. And Darius McGee was was on another level yesterday. If you didn't see his logo three, man, that was almost from half court. It was insane. But, yeah, he's feeling himself, and he should be feeling himself for the rest of the tournament. Definitely agree. And he had 29 points in the win for Liberty. They won by 20 over Bellarmine. And, I mean, Liberty's probably the favorite. Um, I'm Personally, I'm rooting for Kennesaw State because I haven't seen them make a tournament in a long, long time. Uh, they had a one-point win over Queens, which is a close game. But, um, yeah, I'll probably be going with Kennesaw State, hopefully. But in terms of picks, um, we both actually picked Liberty to win this tournament uh, back in August. So uh, we're both doing well. And uh, guess who picked Kennesaw State as their dark horse? You. I did. You picked Austin Pay, which did not pan out too well for you, unfortunately. Yeah, um, it is what it is. But next up say is the Sunbelt tournament bracket. Uh, we got the double buys. The top four seeds got a double buy. That'll be Southern Miss. What a season they had. Uh, 
You go to Sunbelt and see where we had them. We did not. Yeah, we didn't do well. We did not have them going far at all. We had Louisiana at two. I think that was an easy choice. Marshall at three. Obviously, Tavon Kinsey was just named player of the uh, conference player of the year yesterday. And we got James Madison at four. We got the eight nine matchup. Uh, South Alabama, App State. We got the five seed uh, playing Arkansas State, who won yesterday in their uh, their playing game. Their the five seed Troy, seven ten matchup. Georgia Southern, the seven seed, and you Louisiana Monroe, the ten seed, which is uh, surprising me. I, I'm surprised they got a buy. And then we got Old Dominion, the six seed. They'll be playing Texas State, who knocked off Georgia State yesterday. So who you got winning this conference? Yeah, uh, I like this conference a lot. Um, I think the Sun Belt overall this year has been pretty good. I mean, it was very surprising. Southern Miss did what they did. I'm trying to pull up the dock. I'm trying to figure out where the Sun Belt is. That's the Southland. Uh, Sun Belt might be after that, actually. Nope. Hold on. There's a four. There it is. Um, we had Southern Miss second to last. Both of us did. Oh, wow. Arkansas State was last. Um, I had JMU winning this conference. They panned out okay. You had Louisiana, who did a lot better. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I still, personally, I don't even, I don't think Southern Miss is going to win this thing. Uh, surprisingly enough, I'm gonna go with Marshall. Uh, I think Marshall has the most experience, and I think that this team is battle ready for the tournament. Uh, Kinsey is the best player in this conference without a doubt. Um, he's phenomenal, and uh, I believe it's his last year too. So you know he's gonna want to go out with a bang. So uh, I'm going to go with Marshall, a very dangerous team with a lot of experience. Uh, I think they got a good shot, but uh, I'm excited for this tournament. I think it should be a good one. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Marshall as well. I think they have the best mid-major backcourt in the nation. I think you have other mid-major backcourts. Uh, outside of Bryant, yeah, they have the best mid-major backcourt. Uh, but, yeah, Kinsey, I think, obviously deservingly a finalist for the Daria West Award as well. And I think Marshall has the has the best chance of upsetting a team in the first round of an NCAA tournament. And the lights just went off. But, uh, yeah, I think Marshall wins this Sunbelt Conference. Definitely agree. Next conference up, let's go to the Patriot League. The uh, first round games already tipped off. It was the bottom four seeds once again. I believe Loyola Marymount. No, Loyola Marymount, not Loyola Marymount. I believe Loyola Marymount won. Um, I'll double check real quick. Yeah, Merrimack won. Uh, yeah, and American also. eligible for the tournament. Who? Merrimack. No, I said the Patriot League. So oh, I, th I thought you said Merrimack. I thought you talked about Merrimack. My no, bad. I said, no, I said Loyal Maryland. I've, I've said Merrimack by accident, but I meant Loyal Maryland. But, um, yes, the one seed was Colgate. They kind of ran away with this conference. Two seed was Navy. Three seed was Lehigh. Lehigh was very impressive this year. Shout out to them. Four seed Army. Five seed BU. Sixth seed Lafayette, seventh seed American, and the eighth seed Loyola Maryland. Who do you have winning this one? I think it's kind of an overwhelming favorite. Colgate. Yeah, Colgate was elite this year. Um, they had two guys make the uh, all first team, and they had Tucker Richardson was the player of the year. They had the coach of the year. They had it all. Um, believe it or not, you did not even pick Colgate. You picked Colgate third. That is crazy. Let me let me, get, let me guess who I picked first and second. Yeah, who? Wow, we did bad I, job. I definitely picked BU up there. Nope, you put nope. BU sixth. Oh, okay. So I was, I was right about that one. I feel like I'm 
We did a bad job. I'll tell you that. All right, tell me my top two. Okay, you picked American first, which is oh boy, <laughs> and, and we both picked Bucknell second. Okay, <laughs> and they're playing. They have the seven ten matchup. That's I know they already played, and yeah. I don't know what we were. I mean, sometimes experience over hype isn't the case. Bucknell returned four starters. Man, so American had a really good non-con though. American started off the season very well. Real well. Uh, did not end up finishing there, but yeah, uh, I think Colgate went, wins this one pretty easily, and this is their. I think that's probably going to be their fourth tournament in the past couple of years or so. They've been very on a dominant stretch in the Patriot League. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of Merrimack, we'll do the we'll do the NEC bracket next. Obviously, eight teams. The defending champion is no longer there, so should be a cakewalk for one of these teams. The one seed Merrimack is ineligible for a tournament once again. I don't even know if they're eligible for the NIT this year, but this should be their last year. Uh, not being able to play. So, uh, yeah, good stuff by Merrick. Joey Gallo, two uh, regular season titles in his four season D1, I think he might deserve a a bigger job. What do you think? I think he definitely does. And, uh, yeah, this NEC looking really interesting this year. Uh, Stonehill is not even eligible for this tournament. ESPN, man. Come on. Um, Stonehill is not even eligible for this tournament, and they finished as a two-seed. Um, this is obviously their first year in D1, so they're not eligible for a while. Again, I really don't like that rule at all. It's just really defeating them with the purpose of coming to D1. They deserve a chance, and um, it's just disappointing. But, um, yeah, keep uh-huh. going. Seeds. So, yeah, Merrimack will be facing the eight-seed LIU Long Island. Uh, we got the 4-5 matchup, the four-seed Sacred Heart versus the five-seed Wagner. We got the 2-7 matchup. Two-seed, surprisingly, is Fairleigh Dickinson, who uh, – Fired the coach late in the process as well. Same with LIU, uh, but Fairleigh Dickinson really fired their coach late in the process as well. And they, at one point, they had no one on their roster, and now they're a two seed. Uh, and they're facing the seven seed, St. Francis, New York. And we got three six matchup. We got St. Francis, Pennsylvania versus Central Connecticut State, the six seed. Who you got in this NEC conference? The winner will like most likely play in the first four as a 16 seed. Yeah, I think that's pretty definite at this point. Not definite, but you, you got to assume that's going to be the case. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really know. Um, I really do think that this is the probably the most difficult conference to pick, to be honest. If Merrimack was eligible, I'd probably pick them because I think they had a two-game advantage over the next best team, FDU, in this case, in the tournament at least. But um, I honestly think that the uh, sneaky team from the four to seven range is going to sneak in here. So I'm going to pick the winner of Wagner Sacred Heart to win this conference. Call me bizarre, but I really do think that this is a very 50-50 conference, and I think it could be anyone's game on a given night. I know uh, the top seeds have home court advantage throughout, but um, I'm going to go with – is that true? Is that true? Yes, yes, okay. that is true. I was making sure. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go with the winner of Wagner Sacred Heart. The game already started, 5-2 Wagner right now. But, um, yeah, I'll go with the winner of that game. So you think Wagner, the winner of Wagner's Sacred Heart will also beat Merrimack in the semifinals? I, I, I mean, Merrimack's not even eligible, but I do. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, home court advantage for for the top seeds. Obviously, you saw that with Bryant and Wagner last year. Still the best game I've ever watched in real life ever. Better than any NBA game, better than any NFL game I've ever watched in real life. I'm going to go with – I definitely agree with you. I think it's team ranging from four to seven will – will win this conference. And I'm going to go with Central Connecticut State as that team. Wow. Bold take. 
that's very bold. Uh, they're losing right now. I mean, they're only down two right now, yep. but we'll see. That's a very interesting take. Um, next conference up, let's do the Horizon League. Uh, the first round games already happened yesterday, and uh, we got a uh, record on our hands. Mr. Antoine Davis is uh, chasing records. He dropped 38 points yesterday. He needs 25 to break the all-time Division One scoring record. He's got a very good chance of doing so, and they have one more game, and if they win that game, who knows what he can do. But he needs 25 to break the record. We'll see what he can do. I believe they play tomorrow. Um, yes, they play tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, the first uh, three games already happened. Robert Morris took down IUPUI, uh, a very surprising result for IUPUI, only losing this game by three. I was very impressed by that. Wright State beat Green Bay by 20, and Detroit Mercy takes down Purdue Fort Wayne behind Antoine Davis. But for the rest of the seeds, the one seed was Youngstown State. Very impressive stuff. Uh, Dwayne Cohill. First in the history. What? First regular yep. season title in history. So congrats to yep. them. Very big congrats. Uh, I was very high on this team two years ago when they had Nas Hannon and Darius Quinzenberry. Where we and put I, them? Where we, we put them? Oh, yeah. I got to check. Uh, I should check, too. But you, you, you're on top. Yeah, I got it. Um, Hold on. I'm going to guess we put them at ninth. I put them at ninth. That's my guess. Here we go. Youngstown State. Uh, you put them at seven. I put them at six. So, not terrible. Um, yeah, but uh, keep moving forward. Two-seed Milwaukee, another big surprise. Uh, we both had Milwaukee uh, second, second to last and last, respectively. Um, so, we did not give Milwaukee the credit that they deserved. Shout out to them. The three seed Cleveland State did some very good stuff after a rebuild. Uh, we weren't expecting them to get high either. We both put them at eight. Uh, this is not a good conference for picking for us. Four seed Northern Kentucky. That was both of our dark, well, my dark horse. Nope, not even my dark horse. We both had them at number one. Uh, five seed Oakland. Six seed uh, Robert Morris. Seven seed Wright State. And the eight seed Detroit Mercy all advanced. Who do you win in this tournament? This is going to be another close one, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go Cleveland State to win this tournament. I really like them a lot. I feel like they had the highest floor out of any team, uh, just playing defense and offense. Youngstown State, obviously, uh, if they're not scoring a ball, they're not going to win a ball game. I, I can tell you that right now. And uh, I think Cleveland State is the best defensive team in this conference, and I'm going to take that. We'll see they have an all-conference play in Tristan uh, and Aruna as well, who is from Kansas and Iowa State, so he's played – uh, he was a former five-star recruit. So, uh, yeah, I think Cleveland State is the highest floor team in this conference. I think they're going to uh, get the bid. Yeah, and I do think that this is going to be another very close tournament. I like Cleveland State a lot as well. Um, I'm, I'm going to round it out to two teams, Cleveland State or Northern Kentucky. Uh, I think that they have a lot of experience. Youngstown State, uh, although I'm rooting for them to make it uh, a ton, I just think they're going to fall a little bit short. And um, I think Detroit Mercy might even take out Youngstown State. Uh, I don't think that's definitely out of the possibility. Horizon League, I mean, as you remember, years prior, uh, it's always bizarre. We've, we've seen a lot crazier things happen in the Horizon League. So expect the unexpected in this, in this conference tournament. So with that being said, I'm going with Northern Kentucky to win this tournament. Uh-huh. And uh, the Big South Conference also starts today. Uh, the number one seed – None other than UNC Asheville. I don't know if I even put them first, but uh, I feel like I put 
no, I definitely didn't put them first. But UNC Asheville is the one seed. Uh, they'll face the winner of the 8-9 matchup, High Point and Childhood Southern, which is in the second half. Uh, High Point's up by eight right now. So, yeah. And hold up. Sorry, guys, if, if I cut this out. Janner's right outside my door. Uh, but uh, we'll go with the Big South Conference. Number one seed getting a bye. Top six seeds get a bye. But the number one seed is UNC Astro. They'll face the winner of the 8-9 matchup. High Point and Charleston Southern, which is actually going on right now. As we speak, High Point leads by six with 14 minutes left in the second half. Uh, we got the 4-5 matchup. USC Upstate versus the 5-seed Gardner-Webb. We got the 2-seed Longwood. They'll face the winner of Campbell, 7-seed, and 10 Presbyterian, uh, which will play after the High Point Charleston Southern matchup. And we got the 3-6 matchup, Radford, the 3-seed, and Winthrop, the 6-seed. Who you got in this one? I know uh, we had some wild preseason takes in this conference. I know I had USC yeah. Upstate as, as the number two team. I know that for oh, sure. Put them number, one. Number one. All right, even better. <laughs> we both put them one. And you picked Pember to win the uh, player of the year, which he did. I picked Zach Austin, which wasn't the Pember to win. That's my guy. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I put High Point at th two. You put them at three. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting takes here. Uh I put Upstate 10, and they finished fourth. I didn't do the best here, but um, I think this this conference tournament is in uh, UNC Asheville's hands for the taking. Um, I think that they're the most loaded team. Pember and Tajon Jones both made the uh, first team, and they've got one coach of the year as well. Uh, this team's got the most experience, and uh, they're due for a uh, win. Uh, they feel like they've been very close the past couple of years. I think this is the year for them. So I got uh, UNC Asheville winning. Yeah, man. I've had USC Asheville winning for the past three years. And uh, I think this is yeah, this is gonna be it. I think this is it for them. I expect the UNC Asheville and Radford final. I think Radford's a very good team. I think they're a lot better than uh, Longwood. Obviously they have uh what's his name? The guy from Villanova. Is it Brian Bryce. Anton? Bryce. Yep. Yeah, Bryce. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Radford's a good team and uh I think it's gonna be those two in the finals. Yeah, I like that take. Uh, I think both those teams are very good. And uh, Radford is very underrated. Um, so we'll see what happens. But uh, a couple more conference tournaments. Next one up, the OVC. OVC also kicks off today. Uh, I don't know if it's already kicked off or not. Probably already has. No, I, the first game is at 7.30, I saw. So in a couple minutes. But uh, let's look at the stuff. The one seed was Moorhead State. Um, Moorhead State, probably the favorite to run away with this conference tournament if I had to pick. Two seed Tennessee Tech, very surprising stuff for them. Three seed UT Martin with obviously Parker Stewart comeback. Four seed Tennessee State. Five seed Southeast Missouri, also known as SEMO. Six seed SIUE, SIU Edwardsville. Seven seed Southern Indiana in their first year in D1. And eight seed Lindenwood. So two new teams in this tournament. For those who do not know, only the top eight seeds get bids. The, top, the bottom two teams, Eastern Illinois and... Little Rock did not get bids. Regardless, who do you have winning this conference tournament? Yeah, uh, what a fabulous job Moorhead State was this. Uh, they were they were so good this year, and they lost practically everybody. I think they lost five, all five starters, and to still win the regular season title for a third straight season is is crazy. And uh, forgot the coach's name. I know his his first name is Paladin, which is a, which is a sick first name, but I forgot his last name. You wanna you wanna check that for me? Which coach? Uh, Moorhead State, it's Paladin something. 
State basketball head coach. Um, what? Who's Joe Moorhead? Oh, Preston Spraldlin. Oh, okay. It's not Paladin. I thought it's Paladin. <laughs> No. <laughs> all right. But yeah, he's done a terrific job nonetheless, uh, losing all five starters and still winning the regular season title. But uh, I'm going to stick with my gut here. I'm going with a team that's that has zero bias. I'm going with SIUE still. Uh, I picked them I picked them first in the preseason. No, you didn't. Did I not? Are you? Morehead State. All right. So I was right. I'm, I'm tripping right now. But uh, yeah. you picked SIUE fourth, as did I. Did I pick them at least in the dark horse as a dark horse? No, but you picked Rayshon Taylor to win player of the year. All right. I think that's where I'm getting it from. But yeah, oh. that's how you Yeah, you, you picked Tennessee State as your dark horse, which is pretty good. I picked UT Martin, which is also pretty good. So uh, we did pretty good besides putting Little Rock at two, both of us. Um, so yeah. But um, yeah, I, I still think Morehead State's winning this. Uh, I like this form. This format's interesting. I don't like it say but it's interesting obviously morehead state has two buys and so does tennessee tech but um yeah i'm gonna go with morehead state i think they're due and uh they've been looking like the dominant favorites since last year even if they lost uh during my broom so i think they're all right i'm gonna go mm -hmm. with them and next up we will be doing the summit league tournament um the one seed is obviously oral roberts undefeated in conference play the only team in division one to do that i believe and even if they don't win, they they could get an at-large bid for sure. The two seed, South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, obviously. Three seed, North Dakota State. Four seed, St. Thomas, who is ineligible, unfortunately. Five seed, Western Illinois. Six seed, South Dakota. Seven seed, Kansas City. Eight seed, North Dakota. Nine seed, Denver. And ten seed, Omaha. Uh, the the eight-nine matchup and the seven-ten matchup should kick off tomorrow or friday friday actually sorry uh who you got on this one yeah should be good um i mean we both had this pretty much down to a t or roberts one you had south dakota state two i had them three um where's where's south dakota finish six okay so i we both didn't do that well there and north dakota didn't do that good either did they they didn't even, i don't think they made that yeah, we, we put them fourth so uh we had a couple of mishaps in here uh, Western Illinois, we both had them last. Uh, Trenton Mazer definitely uh, proved us wrong. He he's having a phenomenal year this far. Um, but yeah, I I still think that Oral Roberts is uh, it's theirs for the taking once again. Max Asmus and company they got a lot of good stuff. Isaac McBride as well. This team's dangerous, and uh, with James Draws also supporting them, uh, you know it's wraps for everyone else in the Summit League. I got Oral Roberts. Yeah, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna give you a hot take right now. Wow. Two win Summit League. I'm calling it right now. South Dakota State will win this conference tournament, and Oral Roberts will get in as a first four team. No way. No way. That's possible. That, that's not even. Is that even possible? What are you talking about? Is that possible? Is that actually possible? That they can make the first four. They're going to be the last four in, which means they'll be playing in the first four. I. I mean, I guess. Well, well, I mean, if you look at Oral Roberts' metrics and the net, the Ken Palm, the strength of record, I mean, they're in the top 40 of every metric. So I agree. I agree. Like, obviously, South Dakota State's probably 
you know, a bad – probably every team here is a bad loss, but South Dakota State at least is not as bad as losing to – you know you know what I mean? I see, yeah, I, I, I agree. That's fair. Obviously, it's not going to affect their metrics too badly. I mean, it would put them from, like, the low 40s to the probably higher 40s, but, you know, that's still good enough for an at-large bid. And you saw what North Texas – did last year they were one of the first teams out with the same metric and then i think i think they got a award oral roberts this year for undefeated conference play and if you look at their losses for four quality teams i think i named them earlier uh last episode but yeah i mean they have zero bad losses and you can't really fault them for that that's fair i agree um i just i don't know the last time the summer leagues had two teams in there though is my only concern but we'll see what happens obviously it's up not to us, but up to the selection committee. So we shall see. And I think this might be the last one that we do today, unless you have another one. Uh, it's America East. Yeah. You, have, you have another one in mind or no? What? Yeah, we'll, we'll do one more after the America East. Okay. Yep. So America East, obviously eight teams. The one seed was Vermont, uh, pretty convincingly. It seems like they won it like two weeks ago, the regular season at least. Two seed was UMass Lowell, the big surprise so far this year. You actually had them as your dark horse. Shout out to you. Three seed New Hampshire, four seed was UMBC, the five seed was Binghampton, who's my dark horse, so we did pretty well with those. Six seed Bryant, your team, seventh seed was Maine, and the eighth seed was NJIT. Up, oh, I lied. Uh, one team did not make it. Albany did not make it. Um, so yeah, only top eight make it. But regardless, uh, for those who do not know, campus games start on Saturday. And then it's highest seed versus lowest seed, then second highest versus third highest. They don't do it like a traditional format. Um, but regardless, it should be interesting. I know that you have some mixed opinions. Who do you have winning this conference tournament? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have Bryant, New Hampshire again. I'll be on that team bus there. Uh, so, yeah, wish me luck. But um, I'm going to go with Bryant. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going with my team and my school. We'll see. Um, we will see. I have faith in my fellas. Yeah, I'm glad you do, and you should. Um, but I will not be going with Bryant. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're a very good road team, and I think that's going to hurt them down the stretch of things. Uh, just lost to Maine yesterday on the road, which is a pretty bad loss of us with myself as a bystander. Um, as much as I love – I mean, I, I personally, I don't want Vermont to win. I mean, I think they – probably might at the end of the day uh, this would be what their third championship in a row for the america east um they won, no they won the regular season title for 12 straight years yeah I'm gonna say that they won last year they did not win the year before um but regardless call me crazy but uh let's go with the hometown team umass lowell let's let's get down my uh bid to the tournament shall we i'm going with umass lowell i hope they win and uh last but not least we do this the best one, probably the best of the year, always the best, Arch Madness, also known as the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. The one seed, first time in school history, they've won a regular season title. That would be none other than Bradley, the two seed, Drake, three seed, Southern Illinois, four seed, Belmont, five seed, Indiana State, pleasant surprise in my opinion, six seed, Missouri State, seven seed, Murray State, 8 seed Northern Iowa, 9 seed Illinois State, 10 seed Valpo, 11 seed Illinois Chicago, 12 seed Evansville. Who you got winning Arch Madness 
I'm excited to watch this one. I am as well. And uh, shout out Bradley, man. Phenomenal stuff. Uh, you had them ninth. I had them 10th. Uh, so we did not do that well with that. Uh, but regardless, um, I think the Arch Madness should be phenomenal, as it is every single year. I remember last year it was phenomenal as well. The year before that, phenomenal. It's always been great. Um, it's going to be tough. Uh, I, I really think this could go a lot of different ways. I think since Belmont's joined, it's definitely brought a huge dynamic. And um, there's not really a huge separation with any of these top six teams, I'd say. Um, so it's going to be hard. Uh, with that being said, I would love to root for Bradley, but I'm I'm gonna pick someone else. I'm gonna pick Southern Illinois to win this conference this year. I think they're due, and uh, it's gonna be hard taking down Drake, taking down Belmont, taking down Bradley, taking down Indiana State, taking down you name it. But um, I think Southern Illinois has got a little spark in my head, so I'm gonna ride with them as a dark horse. Yeah, and uh, if you look at the individual, like everyone's home home standings. Every top teams, you got Bradley 15 and one at home, Drake 14 and one at home, Southern Illinois 13 and two, Belmont 12 and two, and this goes on. I mean, they're all great at home, but uh, thing about Arch Madness is it's in a it's a neutral event, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where it is this year. Let me check. Yeah, I know. I know it's neutral. But... Yeah, it's always neutral. But um, my I'm gonna go with the best team in my opinion on a neutral court. And that would be, I 100% agree with you. I think it's Southern Illinois. I think they're the best team in a neutral court or in an away setting. I think I think they're built for this. They have a, I don't know, it's something about Southern Illinois in a neutral court. And uh, I feel like that's our play of the day as well. You gotta go Southern Illinois. They're plus twelve hundred, man, to win this conference. I mean, you got you got Drake at what plus two hundred. You got Bradley at plus four hundred, and then there's a dramatic drop off to Southern Illinois at plus twelve hundred. You take that any day, man. I mean, I'm put like ten bucks on it to win one hundred twenty bucks, and if it doesn't hit, okay, it doesn't hit. But there's so much value in that, man. What do you think? <laughs> I agree. And uh, the tournament, I think the tournament's always in St. Louis. Um, so it's there again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for this conference tournament. Arch Madness is one of the best ones every year. And um, I, I just can't wait. And um, I think it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, my, my final prediction, Southern Illinois will be taking on Belmont. I think Belmont's going to take down Bradley. I think Southern Illinois is going to take down Drake. I think the top four make it to the semis, and I think it's going to be a three-four matchup in the finals. But um, yeah, expect the unexpected as well in the Arch Madness. Uh, it's just so good. So for those of you that love mid-major, love go check out Arch Madness if you haven't already. I'm, I'm assuming some of you have, but I honestly think Arch Madness is a bucket list uh, tournament to go to yeah. for us uh, down the line. Maybe we can go to that, but uh, that's going to be a little bit of a ways away until probably after college. Uh huh. Uh, we're still looking for. Uh... Tickets to what? What's the town in near your school? Is it Greensboro, Greensville? I don't even know something. Greensboro, Greensboro North Carolina, I think. Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still trying to find. No, tickets. no, it's Greenville, North Carolina. Okay, Greenville. Uh, said Greensboro. I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll, maybe I'll, I'll go. My spring breaks from March 10th to March 19th, which is like peak March Madness, kind of first round and second round, which is very exciting. Uh, but yeah. I'm excited for this in general. We'll be back Friday to cover probably the rest of the conference tournaments. Yeah.
Yeah, and uh, the madness has already consumed so many great buzzer beaters thus far, so many great performances thus far. We're just getting started. It's it's March 1st, and uh, we still got a long ways to go. Can't wait to find out these 32 automatic qualifiers. Can't wait to find out the rest of the things. And Selection Sunday, which is just uh, two Sundays away, which is uh, crazy to think so about. But, uh, yeah, as am I, as you know. But, One more thing. Uh, yep. And one, I don't think you, you haven't even mentioned this yet for our listeners. I haven't actually. <laughs> uh, our bracket challenge obviously is back. Uh, one bracket is six dollars, and two brackets is ten dollars. Total pool last year was over twelve hundred. We're expected to break that and dramatically break that. The pool is expected to be over two thousand this year. So uh, if you're gonna win it, you're gonna be a lucky man or woman. But uh, yeah. Make sure to DM us on our socials at the Optimum underscore podcast uh, to join our bracket challenge. We'll send you all the information and everything. But yeah, close it out. We got less than a minute now. And I think that is all we got. We'll see you on Friday. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it's always March, baby. We're in March. Thank you guys for tuning in.